Yo, this is your mind ranting. Buenos dias. The name is Chris Crush Cristobal. Today is the 12th of April, 2023. I am joined today by my wonderful co-host, Pepper Potts, Stark, and this is a very special treat. I'm joined by Bucky. Bucky is my 14, 16 pound cat that rarely ever sits by the laptop um, when I'm doing my thing. So right now he's got his paw across the pause uh, bar. So apologies if the uh, podcast does cut out. But before I wanted to get into today's um, rapid fire rant, are we aware that uh, OPEC which is the uh, governing body of uh, the oil production industry over in the Middle East, um, is slashing production uh, to raise crude oil prices. Yeah, I could see all this bickering that's going on about how you know Trump's being indicted. Um, I read something this morning about the ACLU sues North Carolina over harsher riot, uh, riot punishments. Um, and I guess we're just going to go ahead and ignore um, the fact that this is actually pretty big news. I'm also reading over um, an article about how Saudi Arabia is now buying Russian oil to avoid uh, U.S. sanctions. Um Despite um, the threats and, I guess, the many sanctions that Russia has been hit by the United States and by various countries. So, um, not sure what's going to play out. I know that um, the effects will probably drip in the next month or so. Um, but let's go ahead and get ready to prepare to pay for uh, $5 gas here in the great state of California. I don't want to sound like a worry wart. I really don't, but um, trust me, the, the good thing is I have a smaller vehicle. Um, yeah, I get made fun of for driving it sometimes. Um, it's a Kia Soul, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad that um, it is a V4 and I see these guys having to fill up almost $100 plus and now they're going to have to fill up more in their big V8 um Dualies or pickup trucks, um, or even some AMGs, um, gas guzzlers of that sort. So, all right, gentlemen, ladies, let's let's buckle up for that. When that does arrive, it will arrive, I'm sure. Um, so that's not much else we could do about it. I mean, it's fine. Well, it's not fine. It just means that it's a more of our money goes to our uh, to our vehicles, and it's just going to push the state to um, make electric vehicles a mainstay. Which I mean, they already did uh, sign that into effect. I think was it like in the next seven years or so, uh, electric vehicles here will become the mainstay, and uh, gas vehicles will no longer be sold here in the state of California. That's going to look interesting, but that's going to be in seven years. So who knows? I might have an electric vehicle by then. Um, where was it going with this? Yeah, so just just be aware of uh, 
of what's going on in your uh, local gas station. I don't want you guys to freak out. So for today's rant, it's actually going to be about obsession once more. Obsession for a craft. More importantly, how it sucks that once you get into something, if you step away even just for a little bit, it seems to call back to you. Um, actually, I wrote about it this morning um, on the news uh, on the newsletter. Um, just to give you a little bit of a rundown, basically, um, I've used the example of Kobe Bryant and the term obsession. Sure, we have our Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, we have our Magic Johnsons, we have our LeBrons, we have our Larry Birds. We have our Tim Duncans. You have these guys. Oh, and obviously, you know, Michael Jordan, right? Can't believe I forgot that name. You have these guys who exemplify obsession to a craft, but I think there was no one so well documented um, than Kobe Bryant when it came to being obsessed with perfecting the game of basketball. I mean, there's a reason that, yes, Kobe could definitely be in that greatest of all time discussion, but if he is not the greatest of all time when it comes to being um, a basketball player, I would consider him greatest of all time when it comes to his practicing, his uh, the amount of work that he's put in, um, his resting methods. And no matter what, I feel like basketball would have called him back um, even more once he retired. I mean, I, I remember watching his short film, uh, Dear Basketball. I mean, and I think he might have won an Academy Award. I can't remember. It was quite a spectacle. Honestly, very life-changing. Uh, changing. It's a five-minute video, but still, um, I, I would not doubt that um, he would be called over to be an executive over for the Lakers organization. I'm, I'm sure he might have been given the offer to become a minority owner. Um, and um, unfortunately, you know, it, it, it would, we never got to see that, and it's a shame. But um, I use him because this was a man driven by obsession. This was a man driven by um, his shortcomings and realizing that he had to work uh, twice as hard. And his shortcomings weren't all that much. I mean, man was six foot five, 200 plus pounds. I mean, he was uh, he was a freak athlete. Um, but he was still considered to be on the shorter end in the um, basketball world. So had to work really, really hard. I mean, you've heard guys um, time and time again talk about his Mamba mentality. And they've talked about how during practices, um, he'll like be drenched in sweat. He'll be pulling off fades. He'll be pulling off layups, uh, shooting beyond the arc as if it was a full-on fucking game right and it was just something to marvel at and he would do three to four of these and he had a horrible sleeping schedule um most likely that did take a toll on his body 
Um, he did have some really nasty injuries. I know he had that Achilles tear, but you know he muscled through that Achilles tear to shoot his two free throws, and he walked out on his own. So it's stuff like that that's kind of uh, very admirable. It is foolish to some, ignorant to others. Um, but one thing can be said and will never be taken away from Kobe Bryant is the fact that he had this obsessive drive. And unfortunately, not that it's a bad thing, but I would say, unfortunately, I don't think he got to be pulled away from basketball as much. Yes, he had his family, but still basketball called to him. It was his first love. It was his first passion. And um, he was just called back to it. And I bring this up because I I always used to think obsession or, you know, people um, just being anxious of stepping away from stuff. I always thought that was weird. I always thought I could bounce from thing to thing and like not really miss out on that other thing. Um, I could be watching pro wrestling and I'll be fine um, if I skip out on it. But then I see these, some of these people that are really into it. Um, I know some of the older like uh, wrestling channels that I used to watch on YouTube. They're still to this day, they're into it. You know, there's uh, Cultaholic. Um, there's uh, What Culture Wrestling. Uh, wrestling with Zane or Wrestling with Regret, to be exact. Um, um, there's that BDJW1987 uh, um these guys that really, really love a sport um, and they're really getting into it. I mean, and these are just creators. These aren't even the actual wrestlers themselves, but they just can't help but to revert back to um, to the wrestling. Right. They are obsessed with their craft. I mean, there's an example of writers, despite Robert Greene having himself a, uh, a life changing a life-altering stroke. Um, the man has gone back to write another book um, after putting out a good chunk of work. Okay, you know, you got the Forty-Eight Laws of Power, you got the um, the Laws of Human Nature, the Fiftieth Law, which he wrote with Fifty Cent, um, the Thirty-Three Strategies of War, the Daily Laws. Um, which is just a collection of some of his work uh, set up the same way as it uh, as like Ryan Holiday's Daily Stoic. So it's like a, a page day or two pages a day uh, for whatever day of the month you're on. Great stuff. Uh, despite that, he is called back to that passion. Okay, there's there's a multitude of examples where I honestly thought like, holy shit, like these guys are really good. What what separates them from a lot of us? And I think it's that the fact that they have no choice but to be called back um, to their craft to work on it because there's so much more. Um, they probably want to leave as much knowledge and as much wisdom and as much lessons as they can um, so that when it's their time to go, I mean... That's all we can get from them. Unfortunately, you know, like I said, Kobe was uh, taken from, from you know, the basketball world and from the many fans. Who knows how much more he would have given, especially as a film director. Um, but I'm sure he would be drawn back to basketball. I'm sure he would have came out with like a killer documentary on the... Um, on one of the seasons 
I'm sure there would have been a, a Laker version of The Last Dance. Uh, might be that 2008 season uh, where they had to redeem themselves against the Boston Celtics, against the original Big Three, uh, which was Kevin Garnett, uh, Paul Pierce, and uh, I think it was Ray Allen. Yeah, it would have to be Ray Allen. I was about to throw in Rajon Rondo. Uh, you could call it a Big Four. Uh, the reason I bring all of this up is that uh, this obsession can be cultivated in as little as I would say a, a couple of months and I can attest to that I am giving you my testimony on why obsession is not necessarily a bad thing like I mentioned I used to think well such fucking weirdos right I could just bounce from thing to thing but then I realized that from bouncing from thing to thing and not having a singular focus I was just kind of living a chaotic life and just I was just just going through the motions and I was anxious all the time but I gotta tell you in just the last uh, 10 months of strenuous writing and obviously I could write a lot more I, I know I can I know I could write better quality stuff but this first year I'm focusing on just even building the habit of of, of getting into um, in front of a seat sitting my ass down and actually writing you know I can tell you just within the first couple of months, I felt wrong waking up in the morning and not having to write something, right? If I was out trying to have some fun, I knew that I was being called back to the seat. Uh, luckily, I had Substack on my phone or I had um, TypeShare on my phone. I could type something up, edit it as quickly as I could and send it out. There have been days where I was like, I maybe shouldn't have sent that out. And, you know, that's that whole idea of, you know, uh, quality versus quantity. But I am building, I was just building the skill of having to put something out uh, no matter what at the end of the day, because it was just a matter of fact of showing up. And I think in the next few years, I'm just going to refine my craft. I am going to, you know, understand different writing styles. I, well, I mean, I'm learning that now. But I'm going to make it a priority because then I'll know once I finally hit the year mark. Or I, I should know now. I do know now that I'm in month 10, about to hit a whole year of writing, that that I can stick with something and be obsessed and be driven by it. I mean, in the newsletter, which I'll include at the bottom of the uh I'll include at the bottom of this episode. I could not step away from writing as much as I wanted to. I, I needed a break recently uh, before the Easter break. And somehow I was still drawn back to it. It was almost like the resistance, as Stephen Pressfield would say, calling back to me, you know, basically calling me a bitch. Like, hey, like, how fucking dare you go and try to have fun when you know there's tons of work to be done. And Unfortunately, I haven't been able to shut that down. Um, in fact, I'm actually recording this before I write in the morning. And I can already feel my brain ticking because I haven't put something out in a written form. So the lesson and the takeaway from all of this, uh, from all this ranting is that if you do find an obsession, cultivate it. I want you to protect it. I want you to nurture it. Um, it's going to get loud. It's going to get messy sometimes. Um, 
you will be viewed as insane, weird, not normal. Okay. A lot of people do, do not see Kobe Bryant as a normal person. He was the epitome of of a man set to dominate. I would say the same about Robert Greene. He's a strange bird to some people. He does not give a shit. The same can be said for Mark Manson, Ryan Holiday, uh, Andrew Huberman, um, David Eagleman. These these guys that have studied for years um, under the neuroscience industry. Um, these guys live to understand the human brain. And that stuff gets really weird and it gets really wonky. But it, it just takes that obsession and takes that um kind of that kind of strength to get through to get through such a complex and what i i dare i say very wide industry or uh wide science so if you haven't found an obsession if you haven't found a passion and your passion doesn't have to pay for uh whatever it is that you're looking to grow just know that it can become fun it can become chaotic but um, once you're in it, you're in it. Um, you're going to be called back to it. Um, and sometimes it might not even be calling you back to whatever it is. For all we know, Kobe Bryant could have been called back uh, to uh, after he released that film. Maybe just directing other stuff. Maybe it didn't have to be basketball related. I'm not going to say 100%, but most of it might be basketball related. But then he would have been called to um, uh, record to film or produce a drama or a comedy of some sort something will call you back and unfortunately you're going to have to answer uh, unless you want the resistance bugging you non-stop unless you want anxiety unless you want to be on your deathbed wondering what could have been I mean, writing and podcasting have called back to me for some time now, especially podcasting for a very, very long time. I don't know how many years I've I've had this thing uh, and it's been on and off. And I'm sorry um, that I've been able to stick to it, but I just know that there's something calling back to me. And so once you get the obsession, stick with it as long as you can for the rest of your life right you can still have family you can still have loved ones but understand that this time to create this time to cultivate to protect it is very precious and sometimes it will not be world changing it might not change any more than a few people's lives so be it but it's yours to chase it's yours to basically shape and mold and no one can take that from you so if you haven't found it, I mean, what the hell are you waiting for? Get to it, get obsessed, and yeah. All right, so rant over. I hope you guys are doing uh, fantastic. I'm on a spring break uh, kind of deal. Um, but it, I decided to um, still put out um, a few episodes. I'm actually going to probably put out another episode on Friday. I'm going to read over some stuff. Um, that I stumbled upon about this opinion piece uh, by Carl Gibson talking about uh, common sense gun laws. 
we already know that more gun laws in place isn't really going to do much but it should be a fun read nonetheless so ladies and gentlemen until next time please be safe take care you can check us out here on spotify on stitcher on apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to um, this is your mind ranting i'll catch you guys in the next one be safe